We proclaim Christ crucified. He is the power of God and the wisdom of God. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus appeared to the eleven and said to them, Go into the whole world and proclaim the gospel to every creature. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. Whoever does not believe will be condemned. These signs will accompany those who believe. In my name they will drive out demons. They will speak new languages. They will pick up serpents with their hands. And if they drink any deadly thing, it will not harm them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. Then the Lord Jesus, after he spoke to them, was taken up into heaven and took his seat at the right hand of God. But they went forth and preached everywhere, while the Lord worked with them and confirmed the word through accompanying signs. The Gospel of the Lord. If you are looking for the ideal book of the Bible to do a beginner's Bible study, if you've never done a Bible study before, I would highly recommend the Gospel of Mark. Why? Well, because of the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Mark is the shortest (laughs) with only 16 chapters. So you can get through it fast and feel successful. Or as we say in the South, you can get her done. As a writer, Mark the Evangelist believes strongly in the KISS rule of grammar. KISS stands for keep it simple, stupid. In other words, write in an uncomplicated and straightforward fashion so that all readers, even the most simple and uneducated, will understand who Jesus is and come to faith in him. In a sense, Mark is every man's gospel. And that is why it would be a good gospel to start a scripture study with. I did a Bible study on Mark's gospel called Mark the Way. I actually prepared 10 videos on the gospel and provided historical and cultural background so that the gospel makes more sense. Often, you and I, 21st century Catholics, are clueless about first century Jewish culture. It is called Mark the Way because there is a distinctive section in the gospel from chapter 8, verse 22, to chapter 10, verse 52, two chapters, called the way section. That is, prior to Mark 8, Jesus is located in the northern part of Israel called Galilee. But after the way section, Jesus has traveled to the southern part of Israel where Jerusalem is located. 
and there he will suffer and die. In other words, the way section of Mark's gospel describes Jesus' way as the Messiah, who has come not only to heal people and teach people the truth, but he's come also to suffer and die for us. That's his way. But the phrase, the way, also has an application for us as Jesus' disciples, as his followers. In fact, before the disciples were called Christians, they get that designation in Acts chapter 11, verse 26. The followers of Jesus were called those who adhered to the way. People who belong to the way. You might recall this phrase when St. Paul, while he was still Saul the Pharisee, was persecuting Christians. We read in Acts chapter 9, verses 1 and 2, But Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues in Damascus, so that if he found anyone belonging to the way, men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. In other words, the way signifies the path that Jesus took in his earthly journey as the Messiah, which ended on the cross. But the way also suggests the path we should take in our journey as disciples, which frequently means persecution and suffering. That is why the Bible study on the second gospel is called Mark the Way. Mark Jesus' way and mark your own way as his follower. You know, even though Mark's gospel is short and sweet, with only 16 chapters, there's so much that can be said about it. Why is that? Well, because the primary author of the Bible, not just Mark's gospel, but all 73 books, is the Holy Spirit. So we will never fully exhaust the riches of truth and love we find in those splendid pages. You could spend your whole life studying nothing except the 16 chapters of Mark and you would have spent a life that was well lived and not wasted. Let me mention just one more distinctive feature of Mark's gospel today on his feast day. Readers of Mark will quickly note, notice something called the Markan secret. The Markan secret. Have you ever heard of this? Invariably, when evil spirits are exorcised out of people or miraculous healings happen, people declare Jesus' identity as the Messiah or the Son of God. But Jesus immediately says, Shh! Be quiet! Why? Well, because people's expectations then and people's expectations today, too, are primarily about what Jesus can do for us on earth. Heal my sickness. Give me food to eat. Raise the dead to life. And even though Jesus did those things, that is not the main reason he came. He came to suffer and die for us and open the doors of paradise to us. In other words, Jesus came to give us eternal life, not just endless earthly life. 
But people did not catch that. And we do not catch that today. What do we ask for from the Lord? And so Jesus has to say, no, no, no. (laughs) That's not who I am. That's not why I came. When they want to haul him off and make him a bread king. So he tried to keep his identity a secret until he completed his mission on the cross so people might have true faith in him as the true bread king. And maybe that's why Holy Communion is such a small piece of bread. That little wafer will not keep you alive very long on earth if that's all you ever ate, but it will be more than enough to keep us alive for all eternity in heaven. Praise to be Jesus Christ.